0: You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock Stop and James. It's uh, New Year's Eve.
1: <sighs> I can't believe you're just going to start the show like that. Should I not? You can do whatever you want. We're You're doing, an adult.
0: We're doing this for four years. We still know how to start a podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Unleashed. Today is it's the last thing that we're doing of 2020. Brock's Ooh. here. Hi, Brock. Hey. Andrew's here. Hi, Andrew. We're all <laughs> hello, hello, hello. We're a barbershop
2: trio now. Surprise! Yeah, like four what? years to build up yet, but... <laughs>
0: We got we got the goods. Uh, we're just gonna talk about the year that was. The 2020 is on its way out the door, and most people want to kick it to the curb and toss it yeah. in the garbage because uh, it was kind of an awful year for many of people in a lot of uh, varying ways. Um, but we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about it in the Star Wars aspect of the year because when the year started, when January first rolled around last year, by the way, ranking Star Wars tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time, but When January 1st rolled around last year, all we had to, you know, Rise of Skywalker was done. The movies were done for the foreseeable future. All we had left to hope for was Mandalorian Season 2. That was it. There was nothing else going on. And then as time went on, we learned that Taika Waititi would be uh, developing a Star Wars movie. And then, of course, um, COVID-19 hit. The coronavirus came in like a wrecking ball and just put everything on hold and Star Wars was kind of on hold but we had the promise of Mandalorian coming out in October and of course um we got the Mandalorian and we got so much more but Brock uh talk take us through your year of Star Wars leading up to Mandalorian and all the announcements that we got
1: um i mean it was a pretty good year because we did a lot of this podcast uh yes being trapped inside makes you really want to be creative um trying to remember yeah because it's like remember when uh lockdown began and we're just like oh everything's delayed now it's like put out mandalorian earlier like we had this this, (laughs) this ability to tell them to do anything um but you know, it was because we were locked inside. I feel like I revisited a lot of stuff. I rewatched Clone Wars. I believe that was this year. I definitely rewatched Rebels and I rewatched, I think, all the movies. So it was a good time to like just remember how great Star Wars was. I
0: actually completely forgot because this year has been so long that Clone Wars actually began the year. We actually did get That's to get right. yes. Clone Wars, which was actually way
2: more exciting than I am leading on to believe. But Andrew, what about you? Yeah, I keep forgetting about Clone Wars, too. And that gave us 12 lovely weeks. I think it was 12 weeks yeah. of, of good stuff. So but it feels you, like Clone it Wars. was six years ago. It does. <laughs> and, it, and it feels like it was all at once. Yes, It feels like we binged it, but we didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But off the top of the show, you left out an important thing. Uh, when we went into 2020, it wasn't just Mandalorian Season 2 that we were looking forward to. It was a little thing called High Republic that we thought we would get halfway yes. through the year. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get that. that. Uh, and finding out yeah. that that was delayed was a real bummer. Because that, that yeah. to me, was like... To me, I knew this year was just going to be like eight episodes of Mandalorian and then some books. Like, that was all I kind of had on. And the books were really exciting to me. And the fact that we have to wait a whole other six months for those, it became like a big, just a, another drop in the bucket of just low morale. Uh, and as as we get closer and closer to January, I'm just on pins and needles. I cannot get my teeth into the High Republic fast enough. I want it. Um, I can't wait that, for you not to like it. <laughs> <I>
0: know, <right? laughs> it sucks. There's
2: too much math. What's going on? Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the 2020 landscape was a very different landscape than like, if you look at, look at any year when they had um, an episodic movie come out and look at just the barrage of stuff we got in each of those three years compared to those three years, 2020 was a wasteland. It was, it was nothing. And we had this conversation earlier today, James, where uh, we were talking about how 2019 and 2020 merchandising was asleep at the wheel. What, uh, what did they give us in terms of merchandising? I think that's probably, the next step of this episode is to be like what else came out in terms of just stuff with star Wars on it. Right. Like what, what was there? Brock, did you, what did you buy this year with the star Wars name on it?
1: Well, this isn't technically a 2020 release, but I believe I got um, uh, got it fallen order in 2020. Cause I think I waited till at least boxing day to buy it. So mm-hmm. I guess it's late December. Um, but i definitely didn't finish the whole game till 2020 um yeah i was just thinking the same thing when when did the disney's the gallery come out for the first season may 4th so that was one thing. I guess you know, we did talk a but lot. But we didn't about know about
0: that. we didn't know about that until I think it was like May second. It was like they just kind of like dropped it on
1: us. Yeah. I was like oh, wasn't yeah. it like so like May the fourth sort of like yeah. surprise drop or something along those lines? I
0: yeah, it was a surprise, but I think they announced it like
2: a little bit beforehand. But it was
0: but it wasn't on the radar at all. Like no one knew it was coming.
1: Yeah. No,
2: and they I think the only big like merchandise release on May the mm. 4th was that Queen's Peril book mm-hmm. um, yeah. and they were they were going to do the Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view that month because that was the anniversary yeah. month and then that got delayed till like October yeah. so even the May the 4th stuff was pretty yeah. scant it was the gallery it was the finale of Clone Wars mm-hmm. and then it was that Queen book
1: yeah you're but you're right going back to what you asked uh, Andrew there <laughs> I mean, I disagree with you guys a, a lot on this. Like, the action figures seem to have been uh, dried up. Like, there's not really a lot of figures for Rise of Skywalker. Though, I think, like, with Black Series, you can't kind of critique at least their six-inch. Because, like, when that series first came out, like, it was a matter of exclusivity. Because they're not selling to kids, because yeah, no parent's going to buy a $30 action figure. They're for people like us, collectors. Yeah. So, like... The scarcity was a thing, uh, and it's just a matter of like that's the hunt—you have to go and get it. But being in Canada, it's exceptionally hard because you have to be on on the ball. And Andrew, you're a Black Series collector, so for it to be difficult for you, it's like that's saying a lot. It's
2: it, it it's help. It's a double edged sword, right? Because I get yeah. to save my money. Because you're right. There's no such thing as a Black Series toy that costs less than thirty dollars. Yeah. Uh, so I love when I walk into a, a store that doesn't have a Black Series I want. Yeah. I'm bummed, but I'm also like, yay, I'm saving 30 bucks. <laughs> um, but the the gulf between when America gets those toys and when Canada gets those toys yep. is wider than that gulf on Starkiller Base after that duel. And I feel bad for people who are like hardcore collectors who, I shouldn't say feel bad, because they're buying toys. They're If they have that much money, they're fine. <laughs> but I mean, I feel bad for people who are like, the Black Series is kind of like their thing, yep. and they live here. Because it's like, we still don't have Ezra.
1: <laughs>
2: you can get Ezra on Amazon, sure. But Amazon doesn't count. If I can't walk into a, an, like a, yeah. a comic store or a Walmart or something and find an Ezra, and that's what, a three-year-old figure? Something's wrong.
1: Yeah. It, it's weird because it's like, you can go to a comic book store or like an eb which is gamestop for our american followers and know roughly when those figures are going to drop because they will get them more or less at those times but the places like walmart that sells them on bulk which is basically our only option in canada i can think of because what else where else would you buy that it's like you don't know when you're gonna get the thing you have no clue when they're gonna get it. Cause I have seen stuff there, but it's like, it's few and far between. It's always overloaded with old figures. Like, it's just like, yeah. how long did you see um, uh, one of the first black series rays at a Walmart? Or yeah. like in forever,
2: Canada, right? Walmart's in Canada is the place to go to yeah. if you want paper towels, chocolate bars, and general <laughs> action figures. <Generous laughs> That's where you yes, go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got this um, one at so, Walmart. Yeah yeah so but like it's so confusing like we i find living in mississauga it's like i'm not saying there isn't collectors in every single city but like because james lives in a smaller market like he's possibly able to get more things i don't know i wasn't hunting for those figures so i have no idea i do know like when i'm at walmart i always peruse those toy toy aisles and then the one of the better Walmart's in Mississauga have been like empty for weeks because I guess Christmas, right? So like mm-hmm. a a panic. So I don't know. It's it you can kind of question is like how many ten year old kids that like Star Wars got like a thirty a dollar action figure this year? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I hope not, man, because those break. Really fast. Oh yeah. My, oh, yeah. my friend uh, Robin, he's, uh, he's a he's really artistic guy, and he loves like taking action figures and like painting oh. their clothes and and right. and adding different things and ph- like photographing them in really unique ways. So it looks like like he'll build a set. Yeah. Like that that little sitcom I did on my YouTube channel, he makes that look like garbage. Like he builds <laughs> a set um so he messaged me and he's like I, i'm getting obsessed with the black series and i, I want to get more and he's like show me the pictures of the ones you have and he's like do you ever play with them do you ever do this and i'm like no dude i'm too scared they're 30 dollars i just i just look at them and go like this and be like yay they're so pretty uh, i'm too afraid to do little stuff with them that's what the three and three quarter inches are for those ones can take a bit more damage because if uh you know poe's arm falls off or raise lightsaber snaps in half, which, God, that happened so many times to me with the action figures from Attack of the Clones, uh, then at least it's not as big a punch in my gut and in my wallet's gut. But uh, seriously, Count Dooku Black Series, Plo Koon Black Series, where are you? Where's that Ewok? Where's that Ewok uh, Hasbro promised us three years ago? I've, uh, I've, Tebow?
0: I've, yeah, I've seen people owning them. But none of them in this country, you're right Uh, So yeah, all that happened And uh, Gallery was a great show And we talked about it yesterday on Mm -hmm. the podcast That we got the second season If that's what it was, I don't even know Um, But it's great, it's great behind the scenes You get to take a look at how they make it And then October hit, Mandalorian season 2 begins We get Cobb Vanth in in live action Who is from the Aftermath uh, books We got Frog Lady, Andrew's new crush uh, and then we got uh, Bo Katan coming up, and then for Bo Katan we got Ahsoka Tano, and then after Ahsoka Tano we got the announcement of every uh, of 10 shows, ten shows and two movies, one by Patty Jenkins, one by Taika Waititi. Uh, Brock, uh, let walk us through the Mandalorian up until that announcement.
1: What? <laughs> your thoughts oh my thoughts (laughs) yeah um your thoughts it's exciting uh i think we have become a little bit more uh um realistic about these things that is just like they announce it but until something actually gets made i won't believe it Mm -hmm. they're all cool ideas and i'm like yes this is very very exciting but in a year of a pandemic, it's just like I was like, uh, uh, and we'll put Lando and 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 uh, and, and Ahsoka, like everybody <laughs> loves Ahsoka, and then like just make something, uh, 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 visions, and it's anime. Yeah, kids love anime. Like it's just, it's uh, it's great stuff. I want to be optimistic, but like we have to be realistic on like some things. We still talk about things that like George Lucas wanted to make and like never saw the light of day um but it's exciting uh and the success of mandalorian makes a lot of the stuff more realistic right yes. so ahsoka is definitely have like new ra- uh, rangers of <laughs> what am i saying forget rangers of the new republic boba fett is happening so it's like um the future is bright uh and it's very very exciting to me um yeah uh i can't even think what else like it's just In a time where we thought, like, we'd never see Luke again, we saw Luke again. And it wasn't like, oh, it's COVID. We have to make something crazy. He's like, no, they had this plan ahead of time. Like, (laughs) So, hooray.
0: I think the thing that makes Ahsoka and the Rangers show and obviously Boba Fett more hopeful for me is that because it's the group that made the Mandalorian. They haven't yeah. failed. They made the Mandalorian, you know, They and so I think they'll deliver on those promises. I mean, they might not be good. I don't know, but I, but at least we'll see them. Uh, some other stuff, I'm not sure if they'll see the light of day. Andrew, what about you?
2: I was really, really pleased with that um, little onslaught of announcements we got. And I mean, yes, we've said it so many times. Yeah. Star Wars shouldn't try to be like Marvel. It shouldn't. Uh, but that was a very Marvel-esque announcement and there are things about marvel that it wouldn't hurt for star wars to kind of get into the habit of doing and one of those things which is what kathleen and company really sort of showed us in that announcement was the idea that they've been missing this whole time was synergy um there are at least four shows that are connecting to each other that that's going to be a thing Acolyte is going to connect to all these High Republic books, which themselves are a synergy machine. This is what we kind of got promised in a way in 2012. This is, a, or at least what we thought like, oh, cool. It's, like, not so much from like, we're making new movies, but from the whole announcement where they said like, we're, we're canceling out all the books and stuff because we want the EU to be this fresh new thing that we can really get behind and make everything flow better, which... You know, love them or hate them, Legends books did that flow really well. You know, you can read the Joiner King and you can read the Truce of Bakura, and you're like, I can tell these were written by two different people who never even probably lived on the same planet as each other. Uh, this is the new era of Star Wars that I think we felt like we were getting once we heard about this buyout. And yeah, for five years we got five movies that you know, love them or hate them, they're there for the most part. I love them, but they they don't take advantage of the synergy as well as they could. Yeah, cool. Solo's got the dice hanging there. and We see Luke pick up the dice later. That's fine. Um, but there's there's a level of synergy that's beyond that. And that is rewarding for fans. You know, Marvel, say what you will, they reward their fans for paying attention. And the stuff they've given us has been okay, but it hasn't been rewarding to fans. And it's definitely coming from a lot of places, especially in JJ's case, and I don't mean to rag on the guy, but where there's only he's a cafeteria star wars fan he's just picking and choosing what he likes and you can't really be that way if you are the storyteller um if you're a fan great love what you love and hate what you hear but if, if you're going to be paid to write the world of star wars and to add important pieces to the star wars lore you should be a person who appreciates the star wars lore if they give me uh A contract and be like, Andrew, I want you to write a book about American history. And you'd be like, great. Just so you know, I hate Abe Lincoln. So I'm just going to, (laughs) uh, you know, gloss over his chapter. No, you can't, you can't be that way. And I think now we're finally getting to the point where Disney is learning like, oh yeah, people, people think Hayden Christensen's pretty cool. Yeah. People like the Gungans. I guarantee you, there are hundreds of people on this planet right now whose favorite character is Rose Tico and they better not, Uh, you know, go into the future and just ignore Rose Tico. Uh, So there's, there's got to be that idea of, yes, we can make a whole bunch of stuff, but everything you make has to be important and it has to be important, not just now, but later down the road. Storytellers down the road have to look at that and be like, okay, yeah, I'm not the hugest Beckett fan, but Beckett was a thing. So I can't disrespect that. And that's what we started seeing. That's why this announcement made me really happy. I think it's easier to do now from their perspective, than it was back
0: uh, when they with the the original characters, the original trilogy characters. I think they were afraid to do anything like that. And the problem with with those, in my opinion, making those the, the Marvel esque version is they that those movies were already the Avengers movies, you know. So but they weren't bringing them together, and they weren't taking them apart. We got Solo, and then Rogue One, which I kind of would have been like Ant Man and. And Black Panther or something you know like I don't really know but like they, they, they already they were starting from the beginning from the end of it all and they and I think now they have an opportunity to be like okay well this is the Mandalorian okay well now we've introduced these ones so now they have a chance to do it and do it in that way and Star Wars it really lends itself to that style of storytelling because George Lucas based it off of the old serials and it re- that like it's perfect it's perfect for for what they're trying to accomplish here and that and, you know, we did, uh, after Last Jedi, came like, out. Know, we did, remember Brock, Andrew, you were on the podcast. We did this the Star Wars Renaissance podcast. We we're like, this is the Renaissance era of Star Wars. And we all, you know, we we're all very excited. And then the world burned down around us. <laughs> and and now I feel like now we're in that time. You know, now this is like the real, what we thought it was three years ago is really happening now. Because I feel like, you know, you could love The Last Jedi all you want. You could hate it all you want what it was trying to do whatever the factors were the company as a whole couldn't get over the hump of doing whatever it was doing and now they seem to it's not the same hump it's a different hump but they're, they've they gotten over the hump and now they're able to they're able to give us a star wars like you said andrew that they promised us eight years ago when they acquired when they acquired lucasfilm
2: yeah that's what if anything that's what this demonstration at the investors meeting showed me is that we're we're finally learning how this not only how this jigsaw puzzle fuzzled (laughs) we're finally learning how this jigsaw puzzle pieces together not only are they learning that but they're learning that it is in fact a jigsaw puzzle Mm -hmm. and not just a piece that they're waving around being like look at this piece (laughs)
1: um
2: that gives me confidence more than anything um, can I, I'm going to ask you guys a hypothetical question. No. Uh, since we're talking, we're talking about Star Wars in 2020, and uh, bear with me on this because I'm going to walk us down a very hypothetical road. But you guys have heard me say before where if it was if it was up to me, if I was writing this, I would have made Episode Nine two movies. I would have I would have split it up and made it two movies so that this that story of of Palpatine coming back would have had room to breathe. If that had been the case, if I had been in charge, we would have had to had a delay for this episode 10 because of COVID. We would have gotten nine in 2019, and then we would have been like, okay, December 2020 would have been the end, and we would we'd still be waiting for that movie today. Uh does that make you guys um feel like maybe in hindsight, you're you're glad that you know warts and all you're glad that episode nine ended up the way it did and they didn't try anything out there or crazy
1: you raise a good point because when mulan came out and we were like oh 30 dollars but james said to me "Is like what if it was a star wars film I'm like oh i would have paid the money immediately so like Because like uh, last podcast, we were talking about Wonder Woman and now like Wonder Woman and Tenet are the two like kind of big movies that finally did get released. And it's like, are they doing like Tenet is kind of considered a flop, but that's not because people couldn't see it. It was just like, it's too cerebral. And now Wonder Woman, it's getting mixed reviews because it's sort of like, I think because we were waiting so long. But ever since James said that to me when we were talking about Mulan, I'm like, Yeah, what would it be like? And I I agree with you with what you're saying. It's like, it's a better move because Star Wars really can't take another hit movie-wise. I mean, whatever. People criticize Star Wars till the cows come home, so it doesn't matter. But I'm very, very interested to have seen what it would have been like if a feature Star Wars film came out and we had to buy it. I would love to have seen what kind of money they would have made because they're in the exact same position as one, uh, Wonder Brothers, Warner Brothers, where they have a platform to release stuff. And Mulan, Mulan wasn't a huge flop, but like it's not Star Wars and it's not a Marvel film. So I, I would interchange it like, a, I don't know, the new Captain America movie or whatever you want to call it. Avengers, let's go Avengers, or a Star Wars movie dropping at Christmas time in 2020. I would have loved to see it. <laughs> I think you're right. It's probably a good move on their part that they didn't do that. So
0: I think they would have held off until May. They would have been mm-hmm. like, oh, "No, I don't think they do May again." I think solo. I think they would have done next Christmas. Um, but uh, if we're gonna play that. I look if they're like, "Yeah, there's a new Star Wars movie, and it's especially if it's a continuation," then we're just gonna put it on Disney Plus, and you got to pay your thirty-five bucks. I. I wouldn't hesitate. and they're like 35 bucks and you keep it forever. I don't think I would hesitate. Um, I mean, it's, it's more than I would like to, but I'm going to go see the movie in the theater. I'm probably going to go see it more than once. I'm probably going to spend more than $35 to see it in the theater anyway. So in that case, and I said yesterday that I, I wasn't going to pay. I wasn't interested in, I wasn't not going to, but I'm not interested in paying $30 for wonder woman. Cause I don't know if I would have seen that in the theater to begin with, whereas star Wars, I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to go with Aaron. I know I'm gonna go with with you guys. I know I'm gonna like I, I'm going to see it more than once, and you know more than once with two tickets, three tickets, probably costs more than thirty five bucks. Sure, it's a better experience in the theater than my house, but I'm gonna watch it today. I'm gonna to watch it tomorrow. I'm gonna to watch it the day after. So I would absolutely pay it. Uh, but I think Disney would have hated every second of what they did. If They had to have done that. I really do. I think, and I say Disney and Lucasfilm because they're the you know the money makers are so i think yeah yeah, i think i think they are um yeah i think i don't think they dodged a bullet or anything because it wasn't like it was a anything they were ever planning on doing but yeah i think uh i'm glad there was no star wars this year in the theater
1: i bet they wish they had a few more like disney plus yes projects done. Because yes. then they could have just rid that out all through the year. So Absolutely. Better. Yeah, it would have been
2: nice to have a lot of those backlogged. I remember in in October 2015, uh, my friend and I went to go see The Martian. And we were about 20 minutes into the movie when the theater's fire alarm went off. <laughs> and they had to evacuate the theater. And then they, for some whatever reason, they couldn't let us back in to restart the movie. So they just gave us like a ticket for a free one next time we came. And I remember my friend was bummed out and he's like, oh man, this sucks. And he's like, you look like you don't care though. And I like, this was two months before Force Awakens. And I said to him, honestly, I'm just happy that this happened now and not during Force Awakens. Cause my anticipation for that was so grand <laughs> that I feel like if that fire alarm had gone off like when Ray is like, I'm Ray, what's your name? I would have just probably done angry laps around the theater and just pulled my hair out. So the idea of like walking into Rise of Skywalker part one on 2019 and, you know, ending in this like big cliffhanger and be like, okay, the end of the saga next year, that's it. That's it. We're getting to the end. And then anticipating it for so long. And then all of a sudden pandemic. And it's like, now here it's just on Disney plus that would have just taken all the wind out of my sails. I think I would have been, it would have, it would have been like a pretty Sophie's choice scenario. I think I would have just been a sheep though. I would have been like, okay, Brock and James bought it and watched it my cousin vince bought and watched it i guess i'll buy it and watch it so i can at least talk to them about it um but it wouldn't be ideal obviously i'm so glad that that didn't end up being the factor
1: no if they split up that movie that'd be a longer story (laughs) it's just like how good would it have been i don't know
2: First, I think the story, this is just, and like, I I don't want to rag on the movie, but I think it would have been a much better story than what we've got. But I'm glad we didn't end up having to get a delayed movie.
1: Yeah, (laughs) because, like, those split-up movies don't work a lot. Like, Harry Potter, it works, but... I'm saying
0: I continue to maintain you fix the crawl and you cut ten minutes from the movie and it's a better movie. All around... (laughs) Uh, and I'm, I'm, I say that So much that uh, I one day I will Do it myself and I would just, The crawl will say just
1: Topher Grace did it why and aren't I, you
0: doing <laughs> I'm just lazy And I'm not Topher Grace I will let him do it but I do Believe that you could uh, Change the, the opening crawl And make it a 10 minute shorter movie I absolutely do but hey we got a lot Of fun Star Wars stuff coming up Any hopes for 2021 From you guys Come, Obviously Boba Fett's coming out in 2021 and Ah, uh, Cassian Andor, I gotta believe, is coming out in twenty twenty one because they've been shooting that for a while. Obi-Wan Kenobi is twenty twenty two. I think Mando season three is twenty twenty two, but we are but we guaranteed Cassian I shouldn't say guaranteed because <laughs> you oh. know we're guaranteed a lot of things this year. But but Cassian Andor and, and Book of Boba Fett are on the plate for twenty twenty one. What are your hopes and dreams for those?
1: Where does Bad Batch fall into this? Does right. is that right. going to come up this year?
0: Bad Batch is... Is that the spring?
1: So that's, like, the next Wait. possible piece of visual content we'll get. And that's like Fennec Shand. TV They're Shand.
0: really pushing Fennec.
1: So, yeah, like, I think that's our next thing, because it's, like, really, if there wasn't a Bad Batch, <laughs> we're not getting anything till earliest November 2021 for, you know, visual film or video. Like, uh, I'm excited for this high republic i hope it's a success because it's if it does well as a book series like it's gonna it's gonna grow right and i think we're getting the sense that we're gonna get a video game of some sort like we're seeing a lot of like concept art of characters that only exist maybe in a comic but mostly in a book and now we get this thing. It's like oh so there is there is other plans, so I'm excited for it. And I think uh, Andrew probably agrees with me. Are you, you're at least excited to read the Charles Soul book, so.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, the whole High Republic thing has me really, like, stoked. It just, it feels like everybody's on the same page there. Every creator, they're all yep. on the same page. And, like, the, the, uh, the release date is going to be staggered, so... Mm. Yep. We're getting some things in January, a couple more things in February, and then, like, another thing in August, I think. Uh So it everything is staggered out to the point where I think if we look at everything we've said so far, we have a Star War every month of 2021, I think. Because yeah. if Bad Batch is April-ish, which I think it is, mm-hmm. then... We, you know, we've got all those books and comics that are tidying us over till Bad Batch. And then we got a couple more books and then maybe Andor. Uh, but if not, then it's only like a couple months till the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. So I think that it's going to be a much more Star wars year than 2020. Absolutely. And then on top of that, Disney Plus is also giving us WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, and What If all yeah. in one year
1: yeah so disney plus will get our attention for sure this year um i'm curious though i know it's probably just based on greed and wanting to get as much out of the market as they can but like them delaying high republic in the back of my mind i'm like there's gotta be something really good there's there's gotta be something there's gotta be a reason to delay it besides just money because it's like for a time where we're just sitting at home not doing anything yeah. Releasing books makes the most sense. So I'm like, there's got to be something because they they've gone out of their way to keep us hyped. I think, in my opinion, but
2: yeah, they, I don't. I still don't understand how COVID could have affected the high Public schedule. You're right; it doesn't make any sense. People buy digital books and comics now all over the place. They don't have to have, walk into a room and read with 20 people around them. So like, what? It yeah. has to be something creative. Um, maybe they just had a good idea. I don't know. I like I still get excited when I think of Jason Reitman who said he's glad COVID delayed Ghostbusters Afterlife because he has Mm. ideas for more movies and now he can put seeds of those in Afterlife that wouldn't have been there if it had just come out in July like he originally wanted. So imagine if they let people actually like flesh out their ideas. I know, right? Imagine if they didn't rush
0: stuff. We have a release date. Why? It
1: it it could be like a double-sided sword because it's like well we have time now to change our product because i i think there's some hypothesis on wonder woman that like the end scene was like oh they changed that because they knew it wasn't going to come out till like december because it's kind of like a christmas scene and like the whole thing has a like fourth of july feel which was when it was supposed to release i don't know how true that is but like i kind of don't know how i feel about like yeah they could have that time to fix something and it becomes amazing or we lose what would have been amazing. I I don't know. That's like a hypothetical that you just can't prove unless we create some kind of time travel device or find the world between worlds and go back and find out.
2: Yeah. Well, I think you mentioned Wonder Woman. If I remember right, months and months ago, I read that Patty Jenkins wanted Wonder Woman three to take place during the pandemic. Really? Yeah, like she had story ideas like back in the summer, where she's like, because Wonder Woman three was always going to be modern; it wasn't going to be a period piece. Right, right. And then th- at some point this year, she got ideas to throw the pandemic in there.
1: Is she still going to do Wonder Woman three now that yeah, she's she also is. got I think Gallagher
2: signed on for Wonder Woman three? Uh,
1: just okay, great.
0: Day. Yeah, and they're they're fast it. tracking it too. Uh, well, anyway, 2021 is upon us. We all hope that you guys have a very healthy and safe new year, prosperous as well. We hope it is, uh, for the most of you, better than 2021. For the most of the world, we hope it, no, we hope it's better than 2020. We hope
2: 2021 is the best year of your lives. I hope it's like the 21st best year of my life, and each one after keeps getting
1: better. <laughs> <That's what that laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to peak this early. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, no, but then next to, yeah,
0: that's. Anyway, I'm James. <laughs> he's Brock, and the other guy in Plaid is Andrew Fantasia. Any last words you guys have for today's Unleashed?
2: um Avar Chris is going to be cool.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and. What's the Wookiee's name again? It's something. Like... His name, like a, his first a name. Is, yeah, his last name is his first name backwards. <laughs> Chubabka, i don't know something like that or
2: alabar or something like that. yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um yeah i'm excited let's do it let's
0: do it up we'll be here watch us tomorrow or yeah tomorrow january 1st 12 p.m eastern time for our ranking star it was a definitive ranking list 60 people put their list together 61 people put their list together and Man. we and we and no one will argue about it because it is definitive and perfect uh, anyway, until next year, may the force of others be with you, except for Brock, because he was always scum.
1: Rebel scum.
0: Hey, scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.